guys, this is your girl, Model E, and welcome to episode two of the E and Friends podcast. Yes, episode two. We doing it. I want to let you guys know how to keep up with us on our social media. You can find us on our website at www.gwunnetwork.com, on Facebook at Got What, the letter U, Need Podcast Network. Also, you can find us on Google Play and iTunes and on Instagram at E and Friends Pod and also my personal Instagram at Model E, that's M-O-D-E-L underscore E underscore. And also I'm on Twitter at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. Today, I have my friend Tanisha here again. What's up, girl? What's going on? How you been? Good. How about you? Nice to see you again. Nice to see you again. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back. No problem. We had so much fun the last time, so I decided to bring you back. Yeah, it was fun. Hmm, I'll make sure to make it more, you know, enjoyable again. Hey, that's what we love. (laughs) That's what we love over here. So, we've been talking about kids. We got kids, and... We know how hard it is, Yes, you know, with having kids and doing things. And I understand you have this conversation with this woman and this man that has 10 kids and they want to work on an 11 one. Yes. Could you please collaborate on that and let me know what's going on with that one? There are, there is a couple. Um, They have 10 children already and Mm -hmm. they want another one. Um, their children range from a couple months to 17 years old. The dad stays at home with the kids, and the the mother has a part-time job making, uh, I believe, $1,600 a month. So I don't understand why they would want another one <laughs> when they're already – it says they – spend $1,300 for food. Uh-huh. So that only leaves, what, another $300 a month for everything else? Yeah. So, <laughs> okay, yeah. so... Okay, so I see the tables kind of turn here. Mm-hmm. He's the stay-at-home dad in this situation, yeah, which is a dad. lot of men is kind of staying home now. Yeah, yeah. But she works a part-time job. Part-time, yes. And making about 1600 a month. Mm-hmm. That's about $400 a week. Yes. But you have 10 kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have two kids. Uh-huh. And it's kind of <laughs> hard to feed two of my kids, you know, and me and my husband. Mm-hmm. But for someone to have 10 mouth to feed. 10. Yeah. And only bringing home like 1600 a month. How much money are they spending on groceries? I mean. Yeah, $1,300. Yeah. Okay, so that leaves them with like $300. Mm-hmm. So that $300 is basically gas, depending on how far they got to go to work. Mm-hmm. Well, Other... I mean, she works part-time, so clearly she, you know, she's not going. Well, I mean, I don't know how well, far she works, but, I mean, she's not spending that much on gas. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm concerned about, like, you know, power, clothes. Yeah, the light bill. Yeah. The water bill. <laughs> water, yeah. You know, miscellaneous stuff like mm-hmm. laundry detergent to wash the clothes. Mm-hmm. Um, which they have, you know, I believe they wash 35 loads of clothes a week. So that means that's a lot of water. Yeah. There's a lot of water. Even if, you know, you know, back in the day we had uh-huh. the clothesline, 
I remember the clothesline. That's how I was raised. I was raised yeah. on the clothesline. Uh-huh. Well, you know, I'm a city gal. So. But you tell me about a clothesline now. I'm going to look at you like, yeah. you want me to do what? Yeah. You want me to let bugs get on my clothes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. Yeah, but they they probably do all of that stuff. Maybe. I mean, I'm pretty sure they find ways to, you know, cut costs since they only have an extra 300 bucks a month to spend on everything else. But I just, to think (laughs) of another child when they're they're already spending that much just for food, like, I don't. I couldn't see it. Could you? Could you? No. Imagine that. I can't because if I'm left with $300 out of my check now. (laughs) Yeah. Um. Next week, I'm like. Um, I'm I'm looking at her husband like, um, can you help me out yeah, here? Me I mean, three hundred. I mean, really, you can spend three hundred dollars in a day. Yeah, oh, to yeah. be honest, definitely. I, I mean, for me, and it's something that I shouldn't do. I go to a grocery store like every day, every other day. Mm-hmm. I should, you know, be too. more prepared and you know try to figure out what I'm gonna cook for this week or, or you know, find what's on sale and cook what's on sale. But I'm not like that. Mm-hmm. If I said that, hey, I want to eat some tacos tonight, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to buy some ground beef. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get some taco shells. Yeah. I'm going to get sour cream. I'm going to get all that <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. And tomorrow I may say, oh, man, I feel like eating steak and potatoes. Yeah. So I'm going to go right back to the store the next day and buy steak, mm-hmm. buy potatoes, you know, maybe some shrimp to go mm-hmm. with it. It, I, I don't understand it. <laughs> yeah. It's and, like what... I mean, thirteen hundred dollars. I mean, yeah, they have ten kids, but what are they buying? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, are they know. getting any type of government assistance or anything? You think? They have I to mean, be. they have to be. If they only have an extra three hundred bucks for the whole month left for everybody, yeah, it, they have to be getting some type of assistance from somebody. Yeah, I just I, I couldn't see them Cause, just living on three hundred bucks alone yeah. for the rest of the month. That's hard. Yeah. And I know it's hard because you know why? Because I went from starting out in life, getting paid once a week, mm-hmm. getting paid every two weeks. And then now I get paid once a month uh-huh. at the end of every month. So that means when I get that paycheck every once a month, I got to make sure I pay everything. Yeah. I got to make sure, you know, I pay my living expense. I got, you know, I got to pay my car, you know, car insurance, like Everything got to get paid. Because if I don't pay anything, it's going to roll over to the next month. Yep. And then when I get my check next month, that's just something extra that I got to pay. So it's yep. like I got to pay it. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, having $300 left over and you got 10 kids, yes. plus kids go to school. They're going to need something for school. They may go on field trips yep. or, you know, they may do class activities where you got to buy a little stuff. Yep. I guess I'm just not based on that basic living life i can't do <laughs> yeah, it i couldn't do it either i, I like to eat so that means they're not even eating out either <laughs> they don't, of course and not. <laughs> you know i just told my husband last night that i want some taco bell uh-huh. you know <laughs> or late at night we'll get up and go to cookout yeah you know uh-huh. i can't do that with damn 10 no. kids you're on a budget you can't i can't do it yeah. and so, i saw they said they they do not you know do anything extravagant for like the holidays and everything i mean they can't not they can't. There's no money. Wow. I, I don't know. So, like, okay, now it's the holidays. You got yeah. Thanksgiving, Christmas coming up. Mm-hmm. I know they're probably cooking a nice Thanksgiving dinner. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. Maybe. 
got some spam and some uh, some some glory greens some on the table. Glory hey, now, 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 those glory beans are good. Yeah, I do love some the glory, glory beans are good. I'm gonna tell you that now. Yeah, glory yeah. beans are good. Yeah. So, but, like Christmas coming up, uh-huh. Christmas gifts and stuff. I'm wondering how they do that. They can't. There are no gifts. I mean, unless they have I'm like. Just- Maybe they're creative. They have like arts and crafts, you know. They yeah. make each other gifts. That, and it is other alternative because Christmas is not just about giving, yeah. which is that what, you know, the world kind of portrays. That's what we're yeah. supposed to do, give gifts. Uh-huh. But in yeah. reality, that's really not what it's about. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, a lot of people, and I'm and I'm sure probably in their situation, they probably stick to that. It's not mm-hmm. just about giving. Yeah. It's about, you know, being with your family and, yeah. you know, just doing different things. Like you say, doing crafts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, stuff that can be appreciated. You know, it's not the materialistic thing. Yeah. You yeah, know, so. I mean. Wow. I mean, I that's have true. a pretty big family. <laughs> yeah, because you have four kids. I have four children, you yes. Know? And... Number five will not be happening. <laughs> so just the <laughs> fact that these, this, you know, couple wants another one after 10 is just mm-hmm. crazy. I mean, you have two. So it's did you imagine, did you imagine yourself having no, another one? I'm not doing no more. Add to the Jones clan? Nope. I'm not adding no more. <laughs> and, and even not just for financial reasons, because if I have another kid, I'm mm. not allowed to work anymore. <laughs> What do you mean you're not allowed to work anymore? My husband says I'm not allowed to work. <laughs> oh. Because basically now, it's kind of like, why am I working? Yeah. Because your money goes to daycare. You will be working for daycare. And yeah. if I have a third one, and I got to pay an extra 200 and something mm-hmm. for them, yeah. there's just no way. And we'll start all over again. And then... I don't want to stay at home yeah. and just be a stay-at-home mom and just be looking at them all day, <laughs> yeah. stressing myself out, getting my blood pressure up. No, I can't do that. Uh-huh. That's not me. I got to be doing something. Well, you know, they have no. groups out there for stay-at-home moms. No, I'm like not into that. Exercise groups. You go to the mall and you run around. I, I'm not into that. I don't, do that. I don't like to meet no. people like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm, not, okay. I'm not like that. Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. very, you know, in particular, <laughs> you know, with my people, uh-huh. whatever, but... You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. I am a nice person. You know, I don't mind talking to people. But as far as going out in groups like mommy and me and stuff like that, I've never been (laughs) into that. Yeah. Did you try it? You did it? Of course not. No. You know what? Of course not. (laughs) So so she's telling me to do it, but then you. Okay. I mean, you're more friendly than I am. So, I mean. So you just said me. I was just throwing it out there. But I remember one time I went to (laughs) JCPenney and it was like. Maybe 15 moms out there with all their strollers and their See? harnesses uh-huh. holding their babies. Uh-huh. And they had on their, you know, workout gear. <laughs> and I guess they were about Yo, to. <laughs> that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, And I'm sorry, I'm not going to discriminate against anyone, but it's normally just white people. They, were they white, be yeah. in their workout clothes. Yeah. And I'm saying, you know, damn well, you ain't went to no gym. You ain't going <laughs> yeah. to no gym. You know? And I'm uh-huh. saying in my head, I'm like, you know what, well, maybe, you know, I just want to go and buy some workout clothes, you uh-huh. know, just to lounge around in all day, yeah. you know, when I ain't got no kids or whatever. Uh-huh. But my ass got to get up and go to work. Yeah. I got to go to work. I can't yeah. do that. I, I, I really don't want that life. If I'm going to be out of work, I want to be working for my own company. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Creative Jones Media LLC. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, you know, just getting it that way, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm sorry, but with just having the two kids I got, it's already hard. Yeah. And I just can't imagine having eight more. 
I mean, you might as well just go ahead and get the policy up because I'm, I'm dying. I'm dying. Yeah. You're done. Yeah, I'm dying. Yeah, I, I couldn't imagine. I'm, I'm good with my wow. four. Yeah, we already don't have enough time as it is. Mm-hmm. So, because imagine it's only 24 hours in a day. Yes, you're yes, at is. work more than you at home. Mm-hmm. But well, not for these people. I mean, she works part time and he stays at home, so they have yeah. plenty of time. I can't do it. But just yeah. imagine you, okay, so already on Saturdays, you probably spending your time, you know, washing clothes or yeah. whatever and stuff like that. Yeah. Just imagine every day you doing the same thing every day, mm-hmm. not getting a chance to go out, enjoy yourself, yeah. hang around other people and just be sociable. Mm-hmm. I can't really live that life. Well, well, you I don't know think what? I'm built for that. She should become a couponer. I think she would save more money. She might be a couponer. She has plenty of time to do it. You're right. <laughs> she can help the kids. I mean, the yeah. kids can help her. Yeah. And they could all go to the grocery store and, you know, flip those coupons out. Right. That's a good idea. Save some money. Because most of those people do do that couponing. Like, I yeah. would love to do couponing because yeah. it would save a lot of money. Yeah. But I don't have the time. Don't have the time. I don't have the time yeah. to buy this big <laughs> 9 by 13 binder. Yeah. Put all my coupons in, uh-huh. and when I get to the register, I'm flipping back and forth. <laughs> I, I just yeah. don't have the time. You gotta have the dividers and like yeah. the little pockets and, and everything. They, they be very organized. <laughs> very organized, yeah. I can't do it. <laughs> I mean, it would be nice if I did know how yeah. to, but if if I just sat at home and didn't work and really didn't have anything to do, then uh-huh. I definitely would do that. Uh-huh. But as of right now, I guess I'm going to spend this $200 at the grocery store that's <laughs> yeah. only going to last for a week and a yeah, half in the exactly. house. If that. Yeah. You know, yeah, if that. You <laughs> yeah. know, because I have boys uh-huh. and it's a lot to feed boys. It is. You know, yeah. right now my oldest, he's seven years old and... He'll eat two and three sandwiches. Uh-huh. Or we can go and buy a pizza. <laughs> he eating a whole pie himself. Really? Yes. Wow. He will. He will eat a whole pizza himself. That's a lot. It is. <laughs> so, um, it's it's very hard. So I I haven't been raised like that. I've been raised on I'm kind of a spoiled brat. Uh-huh. I've always got what I wanted. Yeah. I've been raised by my grandparents. <laughs> and I'm going to tell y'all something. I never used to drink milk. I never liked milk. Uh-huh. So you know what my granddaddy used to do? He used to pay me to drink milk. Really? So he used to go and buy <laughs> buttermilk. Uh-huh. Now I do like, I may need to start back going back and buy buttermilk because like, I will drink buttermilk. drink it straight? Yeah. Really? Buttermilk. Yeah. Because it's kind of like sour creamy taste. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I like sour cream. But, it's not disgusting. Yeah. I mean, sour cream is good, but. It's the same thing. <laughs> in my opinion. <laughs> okay. So he used to pay me. Like, every week, uh-huh. if I, you know, drink the milk, yeah. then he will pay me. And that's how uh-huh. I would drink my milk, because I needed to drink milk. Uh-huh. It worked out. I mean, you know, I got <laughs> money, and I got the calcium and nutrients I needed in my cute little Model E body. <laughs> Do you still drink it now? <laughs> No, not uh-huh. unless I eat cereal, and very seldom I eat cereal. I do need to do more with drinking milk and stuff like that. Uh-huh. I really do. Yeah. But those bones. I, I think I may need to go and get some more um, buttermilk. buttermilk and drink it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm missing out. You don't know what you're missing out on buttermilk, I've man. I've never had buttermilk just straight. Only in cakes. What? I've only go, used it, try for, it. Bake, for baking. Try it. But it's like thick. Mm. Isn't it thick? No. It's like regular milk. Is that sure? what you use in your sour cream cake? 
You sour cream no, pound cake? Buttermilk. No, no. Oh, okay. In case you guys don't know, this is the cake lady. I'm cake she lady. is great at making cakes. I do <laughs> give her that. If she can't do anything else, she could make a cake. She makes a very great sour cream pound cake, a great lemon pound cake, and one time she made a chocolate pound cake. And it came out pretty good. She, look, she brought some in in pieces, and I was, you know, her marketing manager. And I went to everybody and I said, hey, we got pound cake slices for sale. And how much did we sell? Was it like $2 or something uh, like that? Yeah, it was $2 a slice. And yeah. we sell for $2 a slice. Yeah. And well, within five minutes, all of them was gone. Everybody <laughs> yeah, was like, was I want gone. some more cake. You got any more cake? And one lady was like, oh, well, I'm getting married. Um, Let me get her contact information to see if she can make some chocolate pound cake for my wedding or whatever. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, it's just that good. So um, y'all hit Sweet Tea. Yeah, Sweet Tea 0504 Instagram if you want a cake. That's right. Hit her up. You know, we just had to throw it in, y'all. Y'all know how to. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. So we're going to move on. Um, I have some stuff maybe that a lot of you can agree on. And um, this came from odyssey.com. And it is, dear black parents, you need to stop doing these 13 things. And they were talking about doing these things to your kids, you know, as a black parent. And I'm sure many of us can experience this because it's a couple stuff that I can experience as well. And um, so we all know the fundamental difference between raising black children and raising white children. Mm-hmm. But black parents really do some of the most bizarre and damaging things. So this is a list of things that black, par- black parents really need to stop doing to their children. So number one, requiring us to contribute financially while we are still in our teen years and early 20s. (laughs) Me personally, I don't have any um, personal things for that because like I say, I've been a small little brat. You know, I didn't have to work unless I wanted to and I damn sure didn't contribute anything to the house. Uh But have have your parents made you pay yes. any bill? Yes, they did. <laughs> I was driving a 20-year-old car that was paid off decades ago. I had to pay, I think it was $200 a month for it. And I had wow. to pay my own insurance, which was already high because I was a teenager. <laughs> because you were, yeah. Yeah, because I was young. Oh, wow. So, yeah. And then I, I think I had to give them $100 uh-huh. for living there. So he set you up for failure. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, I mean, at the time, you know, I was upset about it. Yeah. Like, I'm giving them most of my money because yeah. I was working at Arby's. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, know? yeah. Working at Arby's. Making them curly fries. Yeah, making them curly fries. And them curly fries. Good though. Yeah, them curly fries. I'm making them give me some. No, I got some of the shakes. Uh, don't forget the shakes. Oh, yeah, you're right. But, um, you know, at the time, I didn't like it, but. I mean, I could see how they were trying to, yeah, you know, help me, prepare me for the yeah. world. Like, this is yeah. what you're going to have to pay when you, I mean, they kind of, I remember when they sat me down and they had this whole list of everything. saying <laughs> you're going to have to pay this, you're going to have to pay that. And even though it was a little uh-huh. exaggerated, yeah, <laughs> it was like, like it was a lot. But I mean, I could see how they were trying to prepare yeah, me they were trying, for the yeah. world. Yeah. yeah. So later on down the line, as the years go by and you got older and you know, you start seeing where your money could go. Yeah. You really was like, okay, this yeah. is what they were preparing yeah. me for. So, yeah. right, well, that was good on their part. Yeah, that was, was good, good on their yeah. part. I they did it good. Down to my kids. Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. 
All right. So number two, using public embarrassment as a punishment. So this is one little um, um, statement that I like. Mm -hmm. We've all seen those viral photos of black parents giving their sons the old man haircut. <laughs> yeah. When they're going to school and show their ass uh -huh. by trying to act grown and they are hilarious. Uh -huh. They are hilarious. <laughs> but, I mean, I wouldn't publicly humiliate my child, but, you know, some kids, they just don't get it. Yeah. Like, you can beat them, <laughs> you know, you can punish them. And That's they just, true. They don't get and it. And they don't it doesn't, work. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, they don't get it. It doesn't so, click. Maybe that's what they need. Mm. Sometimes it works. So, what do you I think? know for our son, <laughs> Sean always he tells Deshaun, "I'm going to give you a little haircut. You know, if you don't act right, I'm going to give you a little. I'm going to shave all your hair off. Uh -huh. No, Daddy, don't shave all my hair off. So one day he did got a low cut, yeah. but it wasn't like a, a Mr. T, you know, yeah. low cut. But yeah. he had got a real low cut, <laughs> and he realized, you know. Hell is cold out yeah. here. You know, it take a little while for it to grow back. Uh -huh. But yeah, I, I think yeah. some of that was passed on to dad. So uh -huh. he kind of passed that on to his child. Uh -huh. okay. Two generations down. Yeah. This ain't bad. I ain't doing an old man haircut. I'll never do that. It's a low season. It's low. One. <laughs> It'll grow back. Yeah. All I have to It'll do is take my son's tablet away and correction. Yeah. <laughs> Immediate. <laughs> yeah. True. Wow. The things we do, y'all. I know, right? For the kids. So, number three, we got threatening our lives. Our parents threaten our lives. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, we've all been threatened, whether it's been in grocery stores, <laughs> in the house, uh -huh. at the schoolhouse, in church. We've all been threatened. I actually haven't been threatened. You haven't been threatened? No, I was never threatened. Yeah, no, my parents yeah. were pretty gentle. With us, yeah. I mean, you know, we got beat, but yeah. So is that why like the way you are today? A... Because you didn't get your ass beat? No, I did, <laughs> but it wasn't like she's a good girl. She's a good girl. It was more like a surprise. <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> like come to my room. But it wasn't like, you know, when we get home. Yeah. It was just more like. Yeah. Okay. So they weren't just blading out. Your ass going to get a beating today when you come home from school. No. It, it was wasn't not like, like Once that. I get home. Yeah. Then, oh. you know, See. they would jump out from behind the counter and be like. <laughs> you know, <come> on. <laughs> yeah. But it was no warning. No warning. Okay. <laughs> well. Yeah. But I was good, though. So I didn't get too yeah. many of those. I mean, and, and by doing those stuff, sometimes I think it kind of teaches us. Yeah. And, you know, we learn and, I mean, we have to turn out too bad. Yeah, you I know. think we're okay. I, don't know. I mean, <laughs> hell, I had a baby at 29. I, yeah. I think that's pretty good, you know? <laughs> well, so, I waited until I was 21. It's pretty good. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we got number four. Uh -huh. Beating and physically abusing us. Belts. Uh -huh. <laughs> Yeah. Switches, switches, big ass spoons, yes. and you better not lie about this one because you probably still got it in your pocketbook no, today. No, I don't have it in there anymore. No. no, I don't have it anymore. But I did carry one around for my <laughs> my oldest too. <laughs> but no, I don't carry it around anymore. I remember yeah. every time we go somewhere, <laughs> you taking out that damn plastic spoon. <laughs> you say your ass gonna go to jail. <laughs> yeah, it was funny because one time I had a doctor's appointment for one of my kids. <laughs> And I was honest. She was like, how do you discipline your kids? Uh -huh. And I was like, well, I have this spoon. 
<laughs> Did you you tell the doctor that? Yeah, and she was like, "Well, after a certain age, <laughs> we feel like you shouldn't, you know, be hitting your children." Is you know. Oh, yeah, that's what she just said. After yeah. a certain age, she was white, <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." So after that, I was like, "I'll just tell them time out from now on," <laughs> because I mean, hey, how did time? My kids work? get it sometimes because. Look, they're hard-headed. They have to. Yeah. Look, okay. I can be as nice as I can. Yeah. I try not to fuss. I try to say it in the nicest way. Uh-huh. And it still doesn't come across clear to them, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So now I have to be like a sergeant in the military. <laughs> I have to get in their face and scream, yeah. curse at them, yeah. <laughs> half beat them up uh-huh. in order to get them to listen. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I mean, yeah. all kids aren't like that. All kids don't need to be beat, but I mean, like I said, some kids, yeah, they just need it. <laughs> and like you say, the the whole beating thing, like a lot of time, that's not necessary because it doesn't work all the time. Yeah, it like doesn't it doesn't matter work. how much you you know can spank a child or uh-huh. you know hit them with a belt or whatever, it's yeah. just not gonna work. Yeah, sometimes. It may be the stuff that they like, you know, like tablet, TV, yeah. radio, stuff yeah. like that you have to take away. Just stuff that interests them. Yeah, you got to be creative. But sometimes <laughs> just beating them all the time. Sometimes it just make it worse, in my opinion. Yeah. I think it just make I it worse. I think so, too. Yeah. I mean, you just, you just have to know your child. Yeah. You got to come up with different ways to discipline them because mm-hmm. sometimes it doesn't work. You're right. Because uh, kids are different. Yeah. And especially these days, you know, from... When your grandparents and stuff was raised, you know, they raising their kids. It's totally different how we are raising our kids. Like, the time is totally different. These kids come out singing and teeth (laughs) and crap and stuff like that. No, they do come out with teeth. Yeah. You know, it's a different time and place right now. Yeah, it is. So... All right, so number five. Discouraging us from pursuing the arts. Now, this goes into while the arts can oftentimes be hard, can be a hard business to get into, it can also be very lucrative. Whether it's singing, writing, or directing, there are tons of avenues into businesses, especially in the year 2017. Yeah. So not to say we shouldn't encourage a backup plan, yeah. but life is too short and too sad to stand in the way of your children's creativity and dreams. Yeah. I agree. I mean... Either way, if you try to keep your child from doing what they really want to do, uh-huh. they're going to go behind your back. They're going to do it. And they're going to do it regardless. So They are. Unless it's something that's dangerous to their health or whatever. Yeah. Or, I don't know, illegal. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, I would say yeah. just support them. Yeah. But, you know, from this discouraging from pursuing the arts... When I got out of high school, when I was growing up, I only had one person that kind of, you know, tell me, you know, I want you to go to college. I want you to do this. I want you to do that. And that was always my uncle, my uncle Mm -hmm. Russell, you know, because he was the only one that ventured out. He didn't went to college, but he went to um, like Job Corp. Mm -hmm. He learned his trade. So now he owns his own business. He's um, like a rug designer. He makes rugs. He put them down. Um, You know, he do vinyl. He do all that stuff, you know, and now he 
he does stuff for churches, you know, for different people, businesses and stuff like that. Like he's really doing his thing out there in South Carolina. Shout out to Laurie's Carpet Services. If you need any service in South Carolina, <laughs> please uh-huh. contact him. But yes, he's doing his thing. But I've never had to drive, you know, like some kids always been like, oh, when I get out, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to go to USC or whatever, stuff like that. I yeah. never really had that. Yeah. I could care less. Yeah. I just wanted to get out of high school. Uh-huh. I went to a tech school, yeah. you know, and I got my associates. And then later on, I went to Phoenix Online yeah. where I finished my bachelor's. Uh-huh. But as far as me going out and, you know, getting that extraness and with being, going to a college and getting that experience like how other people got, yeah. I never really had that experience. Yeah. The closest I had was when I was at Tech, was in Greenville, South Carolina, where, you know, I did stay in the dorm. I did stay with other people. Uh-huh. But I didn't have, like, that whole college life experience where, yeah. you know, people just go out, have fun, have sex with everybody else. And, <laughs> you know, I didn't have that. I really didn't do all that. Yeah. And, you know, and that's because I really didn't have nobody to tell me, hey, you know, I really think you should, you know, go to this college right here. You know, you should think bigger than that, whatever, and blah, blah, blah. It really wasn't like that in my household. But I guess because they, they parents didn't tell them to do it. So therefore, my parents didn't tell me to do it. So I can see how, you know, sometimes your parents not telling Mm -hmm. you these certain things, it can discourage you from, you know, pursuing the arts and stuff of life. I mean, you know. Parents want what's best for their kid, and they, mm-hmm. they're they not thinking, I guess, from the child's perspective. Mm-hmm. They're thinking from their perspective, like, well, you know, exactly. the, the arts is not going to uh-huh. lead them anywhere. You know, uh-huh. I want them to be teachers, doctors, or whatever. That'll uh-huh. make them more successful. But, you know, from your story, do you think, like, do you wish that you would have done that? Like, stay on the campus and, you know, did all that college stuff sometimes I do especially when I hear other people tell a story mm-hmm. like when I hear my husband tell his story you know he when he first got out of high school he knew that he wasn't gonna stay in South Carolina mm-hmm. he just knew that's not what he wanted yeah. so when he went and he moved to Florida you know he met all these different people and he went to college out there and he just had a ball mm-hmm. you know and sometimes that makes me wonder if I had done the same thing, yeah. you know, my life probably would have been a little different, yeah. you know, with those experiences and stuff. But I do think about it and say, hey, maybe I should have. Yeah. But yeah. I did got a little bit of experience from the technical college side mm-hmm. of it, you know, a little bit. But yeah. Yeah. but I still had fun. You know, I met different people. I had friends. You know, we went out and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So what about you? Did you yeah, ever thought about it? I went to Central for a couple of years. Um, mm-hmm. I did not stay on campus. Um, I uh, What's the word? Traveled, com- commuted. I commuted okay, to commuted. Central. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I, can't, I don't know about staying on campus because mm-hmm. I can't really stay with people like that <laughs> that I don't know but I yeah. just wish I would have been more I guess social yeah you know, social, maybe yeah. being involved in more clubs or whatever or like sorority maybe or stuff like that not that far but <laughs> yeah I can feel you <laughs> just, on that yeah because yeah, I, I probably would have enjoyed either. that but yeah just being more involved in the school I guess yeah because I mean all I did was mm-hmm. go to class 
come back home. Go to work, go home. Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't involved in the yeah. school at all. And see, so. and that was another thing that I kind of can relate to this um, article right here is yeah. because when we were in high school, we worked. Yeah. You know, yeah. our parents didn't say, well, you don't have to work. You know, just focus on school. Yeah. We got everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I worked. I worked at Wendy's. Mm-hmm. I worked at Hardee's. You know, and I can yeah. tell y'all a story about a hardy story. <laughs> Work that hardy. Uh-huh. You know, just just working. And then even when I did left from South Carolina and I went to Greenville and I went to school, I turned around and I transferred my job to Target. Uh-huh. You know, I still was working. So it's like I went to school. Yeah, yeah, I was living in, you know, a dorm or whatever. Well, it was like apartment houses or yeah. whatever. I had three other um, roommates, but they were never there. One uh-huh. lived with her boyfriend all the time. And the <laughs> okay. other one was just doing stupid shit. Uh-huh. One of them would just eat my food and shit. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell y'all about that one because uh-huh. I don't want to, you know, get myself uh-huh. another time. Yeah. But yeah, but anyway... um. You know, I had to work, you yeah. know, and yeah. it just really didn't have that ex- that real life college experience. Yeah. yeah. So, but definitely when my kids get older and they want to go to college, I'm going to, you know, definitely let them know, you yeah. know, You're hey, prepare them. Yeah. yeah. Be yeah. more prepared. Yeah. Just, you know, just so later on down the line, they won't be thinking what could have, yeah. you know, because sometimes I get that feeling of what could have, yeah. you know, I probably could have been doing something different with my life yeah. now. Instead yeah. of, you know, 30-some-year-olds still <laughs> trying wondering. to, you know, figure yeah. out life a little <laughs> yeah. bit, you know. I'm definitely going to try so. to encourage them to stay on campus or, you know, yeah. be more involved in the school. Yeah. Try out uh-huh. for some clubs. Just have or fun. Something. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to make them work and, yeah. you know, just, just have a little fun. Yeah, I yeah. agree. All right, so we're going to move on to number six. And um, this is something that, I don't know that it should be in, but it is something that's definitely going on in the community today. And it's called partaking in homophobia and encouraging violence towards the LGBTQ community. I'm not going to speak much on this uh-huh. because I don't discriminate. Yeah. If that's what you want to be, that's what you want to be. Yeah. You know, and um, it's, it's you. You know, as long as you know that I'm not that way, mm-hmm. you know, don't, you know, pursue me that way, yeah. you know, yeah. we'll be happy, you know, yeah. that's what you want to do. That's what you want to do. <laughs> uh-huh. Real good with that. I don't, I don't have anything against that. Yeah, you know, people either. who they are, yeah. you know, so I agree that that's not even a factor, mm-hmm. but then it goes on talking about how, you know, black people use the Bible to spread hate <laughs> as if, you know, God didn't specifically tell us to love our neighbors and uh-huh. ourselves and leave all judgment to him and all uh-huh. type of stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? And as I get older, I was raised up in the church. Yeah. You know, I went to church every day. I yeah. sat in the first, second row of the church, <laughs> uh-huh. even down to when I started going to church by myself, when my grandmother wasn't able to go to church, uh-huh. I sat in the front of the church. And now as I get older, uh, maybe I should go a little more than I do, <laughs> but uh-huh. I know there's a higher being, yeah. you know, I still thank him. I still ask him for things, you know, when I need, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's so many different teachings yes. out there of the Bible. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. And I think a lot of these people put their own perspective into it. Yeah, they do. 
and yeah. try to persuade you to believe in what they believe in. Yeah. But it's like, look, I'm older now. Mm-hmm. I can understand more now. You yeah. really can't persuade me to think what you want me to think. <laughs> yeah. I have my own mind. Yeah, yeah. you got your own brain. So, but, um, yeah. but enough about that. We're not going to get into that. So <laughs> I don't discriminate. So number seven, not allowing us to have emotions. And it goes on. Black children are not often allowed to have emotions other than happiness or contentment about anything. The slightest of emotions are often shut down. In fact, black parents love to compete with their children. Oh, you crying because you scrape your knee? Boy, get up. I'm crying because I got all these bills. Now, don't that sound like a typical parent? <laughs> I never experienced that, so <laughs> I don't know. That, would, that sounds kind of crazy, but <laughs> yeah. And I don't now know about that one, I do have some, you know, people that says, you know, or you, or even now, like with well, my kids, you know, we fall down a little bit. I'm like, uh-huh. boy, yeah. you mean to tell me you crying because you got this little scrape on your knee, uh-huh. and I'm around here trying to pay this two hundred fifty dollar <laughs> car insurance? You, you see uh-huh. what I'm saying? Yeah. So, but but they, I, you know, our parents do that stuff, I, and you think that they be trying to break us, but I think yeah. they be trying to do it for the good. Yeah, yeah, trying to make us stronger, but. Yeah, I mean, I just tell my kids not to cry over silly things like, you know, a little scratch. You know, somebody hurt your feelings. It's it's nothing to cry about. But yeah, that's true. I mean, because in reality, you just can't cry over stuff that we have no control of. Yeah. So you can't be crying all. But stuff. you know, <laughs> as being black black women. We, you know, we try to do all we can, you yeah. know, because first of all, we got to survive. Yeah. It's hard out here. And especially when we got kids, we got boys, you know, trying to grow them up as men. Yeah. And, you know, we try to have our partner, our significant other to, you know, mm-hmm. we rely on them, you know, to help us and stuff like that. So <sighs> it's just, just life, um, man, just life. So, we're going to get a little bit into sex. Okay. We're going to spruce this conversation up. <laughs> All right. And we're going to talk about sex a little bit. Okay. So, um, uh, a couple weeks ago, Gabrielle Union uh-huh. was in the media. Yes. I'm was. not going to go into detail because I'm sure everybody already <laughs> yes. know about this. Uh-huh. But uh, we're going to kind of just put our own perspective on it. So, she had wrote this book called We're Going to Need More Wine. Uh-huh. And yes, actually, right now we just had two bottles of wine, <laughs> and we only have a half left of wine. Half, yeah. So, wink and I again. If you're up there, I am winking <laughs> my eyes. You can sponsor this podcast if you want to. Thank you. So, um, Gabriel Union was on um, this morning talk show, and she talked about the importance of reciprocity. And I can't even say the damn word, right? (laughs) Uh But anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about Uh in a sexual relationship. So um, when she discussed her book called We're Going to Need More Wine, she said that instead of women being the vessel for someone else's pleasure, Uh this should be a symbolic relationship. Basically, if you're offering fellatio, Uh and if you don't know what fellatio is, everyone, it is (laughs) giving head or to be abrupt sucking dick and like i tell y'all this is an unfiltered podcast nothing is never safe 
Okay. <laughs> so you should be able to ask your partner and even expect for them to go down on you and do other things, including participating in <laughs> anal foreplay. Yeah. Oh hmm. So in this conversation, toss in the salad. So uh-huh. this is what we call eating butt is called tossing the salad. <laughs> yeah. So um, now she just had a, a short aspect of the conversation. But as we all know, it quickly created conversation online. And, you know, even though the co-host on the show asked her that if a guy goes back there for a woman, if a woman should be expected to do the same. By saying yes and sharing her own story, people ran with the fact that Union was okay with the idea of doing (laughs) anal foreplay for a man, though she never explicitly said she does it, nor did she say she does it for her husband, Dwayne Wade. (laughs) Now, I know you probably seen the memes out there because I've seen it. I have. (laughs) And you know, once somebody says something. Yeah. You know, social media just takes it all <laughs> yeah, out, blows it up. Yeah. you know, and I mean, homegirl could just be, you know, talking from her book, you uh-huh. know, from a certain standpoint, not <laughs> yeah. necessarily that she does it, yeah. but people just took it and just run with it. Uh-huh. But I guess it was the fact that she just came out and publicly openly said, yeah, because come on now, a lot of people probably does toss salad. It's uh-huh. just not something that talk, you know. Talked upon, yeah, you know, talk today. Yeah. But I mean, for me personally, I've never done it. Uh-huh. I've never experienced it. <laughs> uh-huh. um, I'm not going to say I may never do it. But at this point, I'm not that grown yet. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh-huh. But um, I mean, I have experienced it. Mm-hmm. But I just, I don't think I would ever do it. <laughs> yeah. Just the thought, you know. Yeah, it just I know what comes out of there. Yeah, I know what happens. I will receive, but I just I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard. That's that's hard. Yeah. I mean, I may not directly go in there, but I may can go towards it, near it, Uh around it, maybe surrounding area. But (laughs) I don't know. It's kind of. I don't know. I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. Well, at it's this point, hard. I'm going to say no. <laughs> because yeah. I, I don't know. I just. Okay. I think I'm going to say no too at yeah. this point. Like I said, I'm really not that grown yet. <laughs> well, I guess I'm not grown either. You know, so. so. I mean, yeah. I did got grown like a couple years ago, you know, <laughs> with swallowing. So, uh-huh. oh, gosh, yeah. yeah. I did. I'm so proud of myself, you know, because I, I looked at that and I was like, ew, you know, how women do that? That is so nasty, you know? Uh-huh. And then, you know, one day I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I had to prepare myself. Uh-huh. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Because he always thinking, you ain't going to do it. She ain't going to do that shit. Uh-huh. She ain't going to never do it. I had me some drink. Uh-huh. Matter of fact, it was my oh, old favorite 1800. I love through, my 1800 margarita <laughs> pineapple. And you can sponsor this podcast too if you want to, 1800. Thank you. And so... I did it. So uh-huh. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be grown. I did it, and I did it, and I drank my 1800 apple. <laughs> you couldn't tell me shit after that. I was wow. oh, girl, so you, you took some 1800 as a. I did. As a, oh. I did. I did it. I I grow. I I upgraded from uh basic bitch 
to advance, <laughs> bitch. I was okay. advanced. Wow. Yes, that's right. I'm still basic. So. You still basic. Yeah, I'm still basic. Ah, yeah. girl, you got girl, you got to grow up, girl. Well, you got to get it. You know, when we're in the moment, I mean, I'm willing, <laughs> but I think it's more on him. Yeah. He's like, oh. <laughs> you know, we he, just, does, he doesn't allow it to happen. Yeah, so. or just just do it. Like, don't even let him know you're gonna do it. Just do it because <laughs> the fact after it happens, like Sean never thought that I would do it. Uh-huh. I just shocked him, and he was like, "Oh shit, you really did it! I didn't believe you was gonna do it." Uh-huh. And girl, almost got me a new car. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, I mm. girl, you see, I'm driving that 2017 <laughs> Kia Altima, dear girl. Wow, you know, um, I do like those Chargers. Hey, you better <laughs> go ahead and um call you up, Mr. Jose or 1800. You better get it. Pineapple. Yeah, yeah, or the blueberry. Or the blueberry. Good too. Yeah, I got that yeah. at the house right now. But yeah, but um. I mean, sex is amazing, man. Yes, you know, man. I did that, and then I was like, I do that. I think I can do anything else. <laughs> really. Uh-huh. It's like you can do anything else. But as far as the eating bud, tossing salad, <sighs> a man can <laughs> eat the butt like groceries, as they say. Uh-huh. But I don't know. I'm just not. Yeah. I haven't got into it yet. I don't know. And I'm not going to say never because. Yeah. You know, you know, you can never say never. Yeah, you can never say never. <laughs> but, but, you know, when you're in love, you do mm-hmm. anything. You see what I'm saying? So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he can fuck me in the ass, you know, all he wants. You know, that's fine. Uh-huh. But, um. They haven't made it that far either. No. No. Girl. It just sounds painful. Okay, I'm going to tell you like this. <laughs> it is in the beginning. Uh-huh. But you got to kind of work your way to it. You just can't go in and do it like how you do the pussy you uh-huh. just can't go in and do it Ooh. it may require some lubricant you know mm-hmm. stuff of like course. that yeah. or actually when you're having sex have him to put his finger near there and you know try to loosen it up uh-huh. and just do it the style that works best for me is um I like doggy style, mm-hmm. even though you think of it course. will hurt more doggy <laughs> style because it's kind of like seem like it's more pounding, uh-huh. but it's really not. I just, from past experiences, doggy <laughs> style, and then like the tip flips in there, and I'm like halfway across the room after it does. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> well, you got to try it again because everybody <laughs> is not the same. Uh-huh. You know, you got to kind of take your time mm-hmm. and do it. It's, it's not like, like I say, it's not like the pussy where you can go in the pussy dry and then eventually get wet. Really? This, <laughs> you got to have it wet, mm-hmm. you know, have it wet a little bit, use some lubricant. Mm-hmm. Or if anything, get some little toys and play with it back there. Whew. And then again, you know, like I said, I know what comes out of there. I don't know if I want anybody back there. Well, like that. <laughs> make sure you go to the bathroom for like. Don't have to shit and get fucked in your ass. Don't do that because uh-huh. then you gonna pull some stuff out. But that's uh-huh. your significant other. Yeah, he's okay with that because he understands what goes on back there. Sure. Something's gonna, you know, something's gonna come out. You know, yeah. We he's not looking at that. Mm-hmm. But but definitely, if you got to use the bathroom, don't do it. You know, it's uh-huh. just not gonna be comfortable. Uh-huh. But 
it kind of feels like when you're having a baby and you know when you know that baby about to come. Yes. It feels like you got to take a shit. Uh-huh. Right? When he's back there, it's going to feel like you got to take a shit. But I don't like that feeling. Well. <laughs> that I know sound it's... enjoyable. Okay. Well, no, it may not sound enjoyable, but the more you do it and it stays in there, you get used to it, uh-huh. then it's okay. Because mm-hmm. the the part that I have an issue with is the beginning of it. I mm-hmm. hate the beginning of the process. But once it's in there, mm-hmm. I'm good. So how many times are we talking? Like, in order for it to be, like, enjoyable, <laughs> I guess, to get used to it. How many times? Three, four. I'm thinking, five. okay, for me, okay, <laughs> once a month. Mm-hmm. Once a month. If it goes over two months, then mm-hmm. I'm thinking, hey, is that going to close up back there? <laughs> now we got to start this process all over yeah. again. You know? Mm-hmm. So, but at one point in my life when I was younger, mm-hmm. I was a little more wilder. <laughs> it was wild. You know, I did it more often, you know, yeah. until I had this um, one nurse at the clinic and she was like you can't have sex too much back there it'll Mm -hmm. um break your walls that's what she said she said it'll break your walls Uh and so after that you know i kind of like calmed down you know i started thinking about it i'm like wow i really can't be (laughs) doing this like it's the pussy Mm -hmm. you know (laughs) because you really can't you really can't do Mm -hmm. it but i i say maybe like once a week just to keep it you know let it know that okay this is going to happen Mm -hmm. you know it's not an everyday thing or two, three times a yeah. <laughs> week thing. No, mm-hmm. it's not that. No. Because if it's like that, then it's kind of like, I'm at the question. Your partner, you know, like, come on, you're like yeah. doing that a little too much. You like that, huh? You know, exactly. <laughs> Same thing. Uh-huh. We don't we don't really want those problems. You uh-huh. know, we're not too deep in this. I don't want to have to get rid of you. Mm-hmm. You know, so. <laughs> you're <that's> ready. <laughs> but yeah, but, um, but definitely, you know, give it another try. You know, mm-hmm. especially if it was with a different partner, mm-hmm. try it with, you know, your current partner, whatever. And it just takes time. It's not something that you can rush <laughs> uh-huh. and do it. Just take your time, okay. you know. And then with your guy's schedule, how the hell y'all have time to have sex? That's what I want to know. Well, you know, we have to, <laughs> between 9.30 p.m. <laughs> and when the kids wake up in the morning so this from is Thursday to Sunday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'm gonna hit counter. Yeah, we get a uh, we have a nice little schedule. That wow. Then we go by. Yeah. Hmm. Did that work? Yeah. Did that work out? For now. Yeah. For now. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so is it like, uh, 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 or is is it? Well, does it get intimate a lot with it? Yeah, like it schedule? does. I mean, we have all night. So, but usually That's I'm true. tired because you know he sleeps during the day. Yeah. So usually yeah. he's up at night and I'm like, I'm ready to go to sleep. So I'm like, just hurry up. <laughs> that I can feel you on that. But, yeah. you know, sometimes I'll get into it and then, you know, we'll go for however long. Yeah. But, okay. You know, it, it works out. I can see yeah. that. Okay. I mean, as long as y'all happy with it. Yeah. yeah. You know. I mean, if he gets home early enough during the week. Then hell then yeah. We'll have Come a little on quickie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Good thing you brought up quickies. Quickies are good, too. Yeah. Um, I remember one day I went to the doctor mm-hmm. and um, I came back and I told Sean, I was like, okay, I'm going to wait about to go to work when we stop by the house. And mm-hmm. he was like, hell yeah, I did. We're going to say that, but you can come by yeah. if you want to. So I was like, well, you know, I already told him I was going to be in by 10 o'clock or whatever. Uh-huh. So I went back to the house. Look, 
It was no neighbors. Everybody <laughs> was at work. It was no kids. Mm-hmm. Everybody was at school and daycare. Mm-hmm. I could have made all the fucking noise I want. <laughs> it was good. Mm-hmm. You don't get that often. Yeah. You know, like, when you come home from work, you may want to do it. You can't do it because mm-hmm. you got all the yeah. kids and stuff around. Definitely not. Yeah. In the morning, yeah, I would love to have sex in the morning all the time. But mm-hmm. sometimes, I can't even get my it's ass up to go to work on time. So... <laughs> Uh, it just be hard. It wakes you up though. It, it, it really up. does wake you up. <laughs> yeah. And make you it late too. You a lot in, it, maybe, but <laughs> it it definitely sets the mode for the day. <laughs> yeah, it does send you to work with a good feeling. It does. It's like you walking through the hall happy. <laughs> yeah, it's like no motherfucking ruin your day. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. All right. So enough about sex talk. I got another one of my. What topics did I call it? Crazy eye catching topic? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So I have this man try to claim that the disemboweled remains of his girlfriend were a blow up doll made of human flesh. What? Yes, very disgusting. This man is 32 years old. He was charged with mutilating a human body after authorities discovered the remains of a 52 year old woman in his home. Uh-huh. Now, he claims that the disemboweled corpse in his closet was a blown-up doll made of human flesh. Now, originally, the police was called to the scene by his mother because he lived with his mother in um, Miami <laughs> days. Yeah, uh-huh. he does sound like a man who lives with his <laughs> yeah. mom, right? You know, all crazy people live with their parents. Live with their parents. Yes. their mom. With their mom. With their mom. Yes. Yeah, Yeah, because the dad is like, fuck this shit, I'm gone. Yeah. <laughs> so if you know anybody that is 30-plus... That lives with their mother, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. Because he's crazy <laughs> as hell. He's crazy, yeah. <laughs> Look out for some signs. <laughs> really? So the mom had reported an over an overpowering smell coming from his room, mm-hmm. right? So um, the woman, the 52-year-old woman's stomach was lacerated and her organs were removed from her body and discarded in the trash can outside of their home. Mm -hmm. Now, when the officers came over there that night, the mom led him to his room. And that's when he come rushing out of the room. He was naked and he was sweaty. (laughs) And he told them that he had a stomach ache. And then the cops found the body Mm -hmm. shortly after that. Now, the guy, he claimed that he never saw this 52-year-old woman in like five months. But at last March of last year, he was arrested and charged with aggravated battery against that same woman. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, they haven't, you know, released a cause of death yet. They don't really know what the cause of death is. But in my opinion, it kind of sounds like he probably killed this woman. Mm-hmm. Sounds like he it. He took out her <laughs> remains, yeah. left certain body parts, yeah. and he was trying to keep certain body parts. Yes, he was. It's very disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm sure he can explain why the reason he was naked and sweaty mm-hmm. is because his ass was about to die. <laughs> um, oh. it's, so, it's wait, sad. so the body was in his home? Yes. The stomach, you know, the organs and stuff, mm-hmm. he took mm-hmm. those in the trash can outside. Mm-hmm. But he made a blow-up doll out of certain parts. <laughs> I don't understand why a person would do that. 
Um, I mean, evidently, there's some issues going on. Yeah. But like you say, if someone is um, <laughs> in that age range and living with their mom mm-hmm. and always got the room door shut, and that's why in <laughs> yeah. my house is going to be no room door shut yeah. policy. Open doors. Yes. <laughs> no locked We're doors. We're not going to leave no doors. Yeah. No locked doors. Wow. But yeah, that's one of my crazy eye-catching topics for you guys today very gruesome um i really hope that this guy gets some help mm-hmm. but which is they're probably going to take him in right about now so guess what time it is what time is it it is facebook interaction time <laughs> Woo-hoo. i got a very good topic today <laughs> and this topic was basically based on um men mm-hmm. and i had a lot of men responses and oh boy it's mm. good so the topic was, fellas, be honest. Is it gay to wipe your booty hole? What? So a certain person had put this out, and that person said, yes, it is gay. No real man should be around those areas. You supposed <laughs> to just let it dry up and decompose. Oh you gay if you even think about getting near that. Real men can relate. Um, I don't know what rock you are living under, but that is just <laughs> yes. nasty, sir. That's concerning. So, of course, I have my husband to put this on his <laughs> timeline. Um, because when I, you know, put it out, of course, nobody is going <laughs> to respond or whatever. Uh-huh. So, I had the fellas to take a shot at it. So, Kevin Kennedy says, so, niggas walking around here with a stink ass because they think it's gay to be clean? <laughs> Laughing my ass off hysterical. Mr. LaShawn himself said, fam, <laughs> that ninja posting this had me like, there is no way people think like this, but they do. So we got Michael Burvick says, Corey Hogan once said, real men die of colon cancer because no real man would allow a doctor to check his rectum. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> and Corey Hogan is true. a... Yeah, don't go to the doctor. So yeah, men really don't go to the doctor (laughs) because they don't want nobody going near that area. But it's a health reason. You shouldn't even you shouldn't even be thinking in that mind state. Uh You really shouldn't shouldn't. because this is your health. Exactly. You know, and for you to be thinking that way, you must be feeling some kind of way about it. Yeah. Why do you secretly? Yeah. That's crazy. So um. Bren Bradford said, I bet every Nova that said is gay spend his day with any itch he can't scratch in public. <laughs> yeah, because, I mean, come on now. If you get up off the toilet and you don't wipe your ass, it's guaranteed that you're going to be feeling itches all over the place. Yeah, and if you're not wiping, that means you're not washing it either, so... Exactly. You're just nasty all day, You're just day. nasty. Your mama need to kick your ass. That's <laughs> yeah. what it is. You're yeah. nasty as hell. There's no way you have a girlfriend. <laughs> so my brother Tara said, I'm freaking dead. <laughs> Ronya Hawkins said, shaking my head, listen, all I have to say is this. When you were a baby, did your mother and father wipe your butt or no? The answer is yes. Yes, they did wipe your chocolate tunnel. So whoever was the Einstein that made this post needs to get their <laughs> head checked. <laughs> Perfect comment. Yes. <laughs> yes. Your mom and daddy did wipe your ass. Yep. So that means you should wipe your ass too. <laughs> yes. Don't you think? I agree. Come on. Yep. Uh, Gary Lyrical says, 
Well, guess I'm gay as fuck then. <laughs> Be damned if I'm going to walk around with dingleberries all day because of some fucktard opinions of what I do to keep my body clean. I must really be flaming because at the crib, I use baby wipe to keep the skin marks <laughs> out my drawers. <laughs> Good Good well said. Really. I, I don't understand it. I don't understand it, y'all. So we have Agent Sewell. He says, my ass smell like fresh shaman right now. She. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. And so uh, Christopher Hag said, dude, if guys in Africa wipe their ass, you know where they actually kill you for being gay. I'm pretty sure it's all right. <laughs> yeah, really. So Lejay says, you're going to have some butt stains. You're going to have <laughs> butt stains. You're going to have dookie crumbs. You're going to have every damn thing. you just nasty. Erica Janelle says, crust up and decompose. Yeah. I'm dead. <laughs> Let's see. I said... No nanny ass, please. Nah, that's past nanny. That's nasty as hell. Get out of here with that. Yeah. If his mama heard him say that, she would beat the <laughs> cornbread out his ass. Yes, yeah, she would. That's just nasty. Very nasty. Jessica Fulton says, if that's the case, then their butt should be raunchy from birth. Yep, yeah, it should be. Yes, that means the butt is falled off, gone. <laughs> Can you imagine how many weeks, months? Years of just crust. Yeah, it's just nasty. Just think of the the crust around your baby's nose. <laughs> yeah, now like imagine the crust yeah. around a grown ass man. You know, ass. Yeah, uh, but yeah, that that was a very fun interaction. I really like that. Thank you guys. Um, <laughs> whomever wrote that post, I hope they see it, and I really hope that they wiping and washing their ass right now. Cause y'all yeah. just give them the truth. Ugh. But, um, yes, we're going to wrap up this episode, too, today. And I'm going to let you know how you can keep up with us on our website at www.gwnnetwork.com. Also on Facebook at Got What You Need Podcast Network. Also in the Google Play and iTunes. And also on Instagram at E and Friends Pod. Also, my personal Instagram at Model E, that's M-O-D-E-L underscore E underscore. And also, you can find me on Twitter, where I am on Twitter very hard, at Erica Jones with the Z on the end. And I want to thank you for my friend, Tanisha, for hanging out with us today in this episode two of E and Friends Podcast.